and welcome back to Scout Talking, everyone. Today's episode, we'll be discussing uh, a couple leaks from BSG regarding streets, followed by some flashlight bugs and some Tarkov questing in regards to Longline. I know Giga B flies that map. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we'll be closing out with a little discussion around Marauders, Cycle, Frontier, the Tarkov clones, if you will. So, Giga, how's it been going for you, man? Been going good. It's been going good. Still trundling along, making my way. Where we'll, as you said, we'll talk about some interchangey stuff later. Because I feel almost like we had a big session about interchange last wipe. If you remember when I first was tackling this quest, mm-hmm. and it was kind of my foray back into happening uh, or pl- playing on interchange properly. Kind of later on in the wipe, and it was it was right near the end of the wipe. I got it literally in the closing days before the. Uh, before we had the pre-wipe events and all that kind of stuff. And it was sweaty as hell. And I'd only just got to 45. And it was it was really tough. I, I really struggled with it. So that's what I've been up to. It's I've been building on that previous experience now to try and do that again and a second time, which is kind of interesting. Um, other than that, uh, I don't know, really. I mean, I've just, yeah, I've been trying to focus on content. I mean, I'm not sure whether I actually said, like, on the cast, but I've said previously on my stream and to like various people who've asked about like what's coming up but um you know me and me and the wife are expecting at the end of this month so it's pretty soon like in a couple of weeks so i'm kind of trying to backload my content at the minute like desperately like push stuff out (laughs) so i'm like don't have to be doing anything for a couple of weeks or so so i'm gonna take it like a few weeks off stream and and that kind of thing i think we'll probably still be able to do this but um yeah i'm just gonna be spending every waking and unwaking moment you know, with with the fam and like taking care of the little ones in the uh, the early days. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just I'm desperately trying to prepare for the unpreparable. <laughs> that's my life at the minute. Good for you guys. That's awesome. how's, it, how's it been going for you? Pretty good. Um, I played a little bit of Tarkov, and I've been checking out the cycle and a little bit of Marauders. Not so much. Um, my boy uh, Salty Mayo convinced me to stuck back into the cycle mm-hmm. as they say and uh yeah so it's it's been cool it's been cool okay. i did play interchange last night and i do feel like there's a lot more people on interchange i know like a couple episodes ago i felt like there was just not any players on the interchange <laughs> i don't know it's just like constantly empty raids mm. um which was nice for making money but but now i feel like there's more players and i think like they're kind of like in that 30 to 40 range and are kind of higher up. Um, so I guess maybe it just takes some time for people to catch up or something. I don't know. It was just weird. I just like, we, we just could not find any PVP. I mean, it was kind of nice because like each one of us had to do like the killer quest. I mean, I already had my done, like my buddy had to do it. And then like just the other night, my other buddy had to do it. So we were doing that. So like, yeah, it was kind of nice, but, um, Hmm. So yeah, let's talk about the streets pictures that were yes. released. Exactly, exactly. So BSG broke their radio silence for I don't know when it was that they last posted something of 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 merit as opposed to um mm-hmm. just like retweeting stuff and and that kind of thing. We've actually got some new pictures. Actually, this was followed up by. <laughs> Well, this is this comes after the post from Nikita right. that he posted <laughs> on his personal Twitter, which was 
the I guess what is it like the escape from Tarkov like splash screen like the Sturman with the thing, but it's drawn in like MS Paint in like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Not really sure what the relevance <laughs> of this picture is particularly. Maybe it's just kind of a a flag of like oh. I am alive. By the way, like I'm yeah, we are still yeah. here. Um, I don't know, dude. It's just so funny because some people were like trying to decode it. Like, oh my god, what's what's this mean? This looks like a cross. Is that indicate this and this? And what's the relevance of this to the ongoing crimes and war crimes going on? You know, just like what the fuck are you guys on about? I'm pretty <laughs> positive it's literally just a troll from Nikita. Like it's just an MS Paint. Uh, I think so too. I think yeah. so too. But yeah, I know you. You're always going to get that. You know, people counting. You know, every every brush stroke in Morse code <laughs> and trying to decode that. It's a, this is a number and this must mean. You know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to type that in as some secret code in the hideout or whatever. Um, yeah, which is which is pretty funny. But uh, yeah, then that was followed up on the eighth by these extra couple of pictures, which is you know more stuff from streets, which is interesting. I mean. Sometimes they post these things randomly, I suppose, but it doesn't give us that much more detail. Um, I know Nice Guy put a video out about these pictures because I know in the past, some of the areas that they've shown have then been changed later because Nice Guy and the, the Sons of Soon, although I guess that means kind of gone away a little bit, the Sons of Soon, his community, were piecing together all the pictures that we had and there were... They've, to be honest, they've done quite a good job and they know where most of the things are going to be from what we've seen so far. But there were some elements of it that got that got moved um, or changed or, or something. And so I think these pictures basically confirmed that nothing has really changed. There's like the theatre, which is near to the central district. Um, and then that's, I think that's next to the kind of cafeteria, I believe. But anyway, like Nice Guy's got a, a good map where there's, there's basically two main there's two kind of streets that cross over with each other and then another street that comes off at an angle um at least it's it's kind of hard to it's hard to visualize for me i'm not i, I my brain doesn't really work like that anyone who's watching my stream will know that my sense of direction is absolutely abysmal like it's terrible it's the worst the worst sense of direction of all time um and so looking at maps like this and then looking at the pictures i kind of have a loose idea of where the things are supposed to go but i wouldn't want to stake a bet on me actually getting my way around if I was actually there. <laughs> yeah. In game. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Right there with you. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. It, it's funny because the area is pretty big. I saw some people were asking in Nice Guy's comments specifically about how big that area is going to be that he's kind of specked out. And he roughly said that it was something along the lines of four interchanges in size that one piece yeah. which is pretty big yeah it's best pretty big but i guess the the main feature of it is that yeah you've got some cafes and build, and there are quite a few buildings that you can go in there's a lot of open space too so i feel like sometimes it's deceptive as to how big it actually is because there's so many open areas that in reality you wouldn't actually ever go in I feel like it's almost quite funnel-like in some sense. Do, do, does that make sense? Like, there's there's so many areas that you wouldn't actually when you're playing, you wouldn't actually want to be there because, like, in the park. Yeah, yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You just can't go in the park because you will die. Um, yeah, maybe there'll be scouts wandering around it or something, but like players are never going to be there. So it kind of makes the effective size of the map a little bit smaller, in my opinion. 
in some ways. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like, and maybe that's good because it'll concentrate players more in those areas that are a bit safer. So you're more likely to bump into people, actually, than if the whole thing was just higgledy-piggledy streets um, as opposed to that right. one big main street. So that could help. But yeah, it's, I think it's going to be quite difficult to traverse the map. <laughs> yeah. If I'm honest. Especially if there's quite a few people, because in a similar vein to something like Reserve and Interchange mm-hmm. in parts, because there's it's urban, there's not that much foliage, there's trees and stuff, but there's not that much foliage. It's going to be really obvious when you're moving from one building to another or crossing the street or, or whatever. So, so you have to be really careful. How many players... So it, the whole map itself is four interchanges, or just I, that one section? Just this one section. Just okay. this one section. So Nikita said that they're going to be. Well, yeah, presumably this is what they're going to be releasing as like Streets Part One, right? Presumably, hard to know for sure, but I am okay. guessing that these are all visuals from the latest build of the first iteration of Streets. You would guess. Mm-hmm. You would guess, but they, you know, Nikita said that the full map is going to be bigger than all the maps put together. So, I mean, four interchanges wouldn't be, um, yeah. And I guess this is the core. I guess this is going to be like the core of streets, and they'll build off, as I said, like the mini expansions all the right. time, which is what the way they wanted to do it. So we'll see. We'll see. It's hard to know exactly how it's going to end up getting done. But I ask because like. Essentially, you could run into a situation where I'm trying to think of players can be on interchange, but anywho, like, I mean, as you may remember the cycle, the maps are like very big. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of like PUBG size maps in a way. And it's not uncommon to never see a player, despite yeah. that there's constant coming and going of players. Um, so I wonder if it might be a similar experience on streets where the map is just so big, you know that uh oh it's in the 14 players it says on interchange so yeah the map is just so big that you may potentially not see a player like you're not guaranteed to see a player which yeah. is kind of a rare thing on tarkov unless your raid is literally dead <laughs> like you don't hear a single like scav gunshot anywhere yeah. on the map it's just like, yeah this might be a dead raid <laughs> which could be yeah. interesting you know hard to know how that's mm. going to go. But yeah, it's difficult to imagine them having 20 PMCs in the first iteration. I mean, maybe, but it's I can't see them having 40. I mean, 20 in first iteration with four interchange maps, I feel like it's going to be pretty rare you'll see a PMC. Unless they do reserve spawn mentality. <laughs> yeah, you'll see like... a PMC because you're all staring at each other right from <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And that's the thing. It could just be really empty and partly for performance reasons. If they are going to struggle with having so many people on the map at once, then maybe it will be tricky. Or maybe because of the way that the terrain is done, maybe you will see people all the time because people are going to congregate in the various buildings and you'll be able to know that they're somewhere from ground floor minus two to sixth floor. (laughs) And you have to go hunting for each other with the audio. (laughs) Ah, there's somebody in this building somewhere. I don't know where, but they're they're in there somewhere. Yeah, God, we shall see. Yeah, we we shall see. I don't, I don't really know. That's just one reason why, or another reason actually, why I hate reserve. I mean, I don't really hate it, but I just 
heavily dislike it is freaking audio in the buildings. It's just like you can hear like three floors up. It's so annoying, dude. I hate finding in the building. Isn't there one place? Is it one of the med buildings? Is it Queen or something where you can hear people in the basement if you're in the main building? I think. I I don't know, dude. <laughs> I think you're right, actually. Yeah. There's like some really strange occlusion layers in in reserve, yeah, I, I believe. I don't like it. But... Pretty, it's pretty random. I was playing a decent amount of reserve recently. I was trying to tentatively start having a think about Tutorborn and just sort of having a scope around. We had to go. I got that late ish quest, which was the one from Jaeger, where you have to kill 10 scavs in the pawn buildings. Hmm. And it's just kind of annoying. Uh, it's not difficult. It's just kind of annoying. You just have to go a bunch of times. So I was like, well, there's no scavs there at the beginning, really. And so you just have to wait until later. So we may as well just spend the first bit of the, the raid wandering around, looking for shootable in heaven points and just having to think about it, which is mainly what I did. I didn't actually get to even take any shots of people, even when I was off a dome. Because everyone just scurries underground. Everybody knows that people snipe from, from dome and it's kind of risky to be outside and blah, 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 blah. Um, so it was actually, yeah, ended up getting that quest done really easily. Someone was like, just throw a grenade and like, you know, just shoot a loud gun and stuff. And like, actually really worked. All the player scouts came flooding in. We had some like insane fights and stuff in the pawn buildings. I was not expecting that quest to go that way. But, um, yeah, I've been playing reserve because of that and trying to shoot a ball and stuff. And it's just like, you just never really see anybody. That's the problem that I find. So everyone's underground. You yeah, never see anyone. The later, I mean, it's just, it's interesting, but like the start, like the earlier in the wipe you do that shooter born on reserve, you'll find like other people doing it. So it's like your other targets to kind of, kind of funny, but the later you wait, it's, it's a lot more dried up. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I was like almost tempted just to sit around at the bottom somewhere and counter snipe the dome <laughs> rather than being in the dome. Cause I feel like I'm more likely to get shot in the dome than I am mm. to get the kills. And I'd be better off just going somewhere else and just waiting, seeing if somebody sits up there. I'm not sure yeah. yet what to do. Cause like, some other people that I was talking to, um, uh, to Chipperwubber as well, because he popped into my chat for a bit and he was like, oh yeah, oh, I cool. just like sprinted a dome every time and just like lay on the rocks and stuff. And I was like, that's fine. But like four out of five raids, I'm like nowhere near dome and I have to like pace it from one side of the map to the other. And by the time I get up there, everyone's underground fighting raiders. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's tough. Well, my buddy did because he's doing all the... I think he got them all done. Maybe he's got custom left. But anyways, he... I mean, it was a pain and it was a grind, but you just try to kill you off the spawn. Hmm. Um, yeah. At 125 meters, though, like, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. That's the hard part. Like, the the one where you spawn by the scavlands, and, you know, you look over to your left next to, like, uh, school. I, I can't remember what it's called. It's not. It's not the ponds. It's, like, you know what I'm talking about? Which one's like Scavlands? Is Scavlands the... The co-op extract. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you kind of like spawn in that area. Like, if you go to the tank up on the mm-hmm. hill that's, like, embedded in the hill, it's yeah. not quite 125, <laughs> but, like, depending on certain variables, you might be able to get 125. So it's just, like... It's, like... Ugh, yeah. I, I couldn't... Yeah, I just I just can't do shooter born this way, dude. I've watched my buddy and I'll, and I'll be like, that's not 125. You know, it's just like you're so far away. How is that not 125? Yeah, it, it really sucks. It really sucks. I got a, 
decent kill on interchange and people were just like oh it's a shame there's not interchange shooterborn in heaven anymore because that would have been amazing <laughs> yeah. and i got to the end screen it was like 124.3 i was just like thank god shooterborn isn't on here i was like no <laughs> way dude like it's so far 125 is so far in the FT. yeah it really is it really is especially on pmcs a long way lighthouse fine but right maps like like reserve and customs it's like mm. right at least on reserve, you get chances, though. On customs, it's it's doable, but you have to really force it. Anyway, I'm early stages for that. I haven't I haven't really tried in all all earnest yet, so I've just been probing the outskirts of it. Once yeah, we got the yeah. once we got the scav quest done, I just moved on to something else. So I was like, oh, well, you know, we had had some had some thoughts about it, and then moved on. So yeah, we will see. Don't worry, we'll see you still got another three months, so no rush. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Although I was thinking before, I was just like, oh, I'm basically like not going to be playing for a month. So that's going to kind of cut my like potential mm-hmm. capper time off. I was like, oh, maybe I'm not going to get it after all. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah, you just wait for the 250 meter streets shooter born in heaven. <laughs> yeah. That'll be the good one. That'll be the good one. But, um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks cool. It looks cool. These new, these new screenshots. Yep. Um, I'm, I am hoping. I don't, I don't know how bad it will be. I think this is the question on everyone's minds. Like, how bad will the performance be? Is it going to be truly awful? I was thinking... Uh, it's possible that it actually might not be that bad. And the reason I say that is because as far as, like, calling goes, or, like, you know, occluding objects when you're when you can't see them when you're mm. not supposed to see them basically like you know you're inside a building and this building you know across the other map there's no point for it to be rendered because you just can't possibly see it from whatever angle since there is a lot of buildings you know like a map like lighthouse there's a really there's like two big mountains you can climb you know there's like tree lines it's like yeah. not really easy to include a lot of stuff there um whereas potentially you might be able to include a lot of stuff like if you remember when Reserve first came out, it was like really poor performance, and then they went through and like did some occlusion updates, I think. Um, and like one side effect that there's like some spots where you could like get into, and if you could lean at just like the right angle, then like the building would like disappear, and you could see everyone in the building. Um, <laughs> anyways, it might it might not be, it might be equal to Lighthouse. You know, it might not be that bad we'll have to see i mean of course yeah i don't know who knows i really don't know we'll see it's gonna be tough yeah it's it's just those things like i think it kind of depends on how many um ais that they want on the map in the first iteration because if it's quite ai light it might be okay because when i play lighthouse in offline mode without any of the rogues it plays fine yeah it genuinely plays fine on my computer yeah there's something about the way that the AI is processed in general and how that interacts with like my PC. Like it, it's something to do with, and I'm CPU locked anyway. I've talked about this before, but something to do with that and the, the calculations that are required to model those AI, like even if it's running on the server or whatever, there's, there's something about that that causes issues. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but if they produce Streets Part One with little AI, I don't know. Are they, are they expected to have like three bosses on the streets or something? Or, is there, or are there not any bosses? I can't remember now. For part one or in mm. general? Yeah, for part one. Are there like not any? Because I know there's supposed to be sure. four in total. 
something like that. There might be one based off the size of the map. Yeah. But if they're not there all the time, and if it's not... Well, maybe they are there all the time, because it's like... The, I don't know if it's the car dealership or another one. The, the problem with the rogues is they're always there. <laughs> um, whereas bosses are not always there. So... It means most of the time you can... You know, if you've got like a 15% spawn rate or something, then you don't always get punished by the issues. Oh, look at this. Yeah. I got uh, 45 FPS. I think the bosses are here. I usually get 50 FPS. I mean, that I think that used to work on reserve. And you used to be able to... <laughs> yeah. Before they did the updates you were talking about, you used to be able to tell where they were because you just like spun around. And when they went <laughs> off screen, the FPS used to go up. So you would just like go around like a little like radar. Yeah. Oh, FPS drop. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, they're they're, they're in here. They're in K buildings. You know, it's like so stupid. But I don't think that works anymore. Maybe it does. I actually haven't. I haven't tried. I haven't tried. Maybe I, I should try know. that again. TMC FPS drop radar. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever used Goon Tracker? There's like a couple of these no. Goon Tracker websites. I know this is very very random. Um, some people swear by it. Some people say it doesn't work. Um, I'm I mean, not really it's sure. All community driven. Exactly. There's no, like. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just like, wondered if you used it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe I will need to go and beat them up at some point if I do finish some of these really lengthy quests. I think like the the big lengthy ones is long line, insomnia, and Shooterborn. Those are the ones that are going to take forever. Shooterborn in particular. Um, insomnia, I'm not actually that scared about because you can just kind of do it wherever you want. It's not that bad. It just has to be. Just has to be night. It's fine. Except factory, not factory anymore. So you don't have like the, the sweaty quad mod factory fights like mm. you used to. Not the same. Um, but yeah, that, that's the other one that kind of strikes fear into my heart. I still have to kill. Not night. I've killed him. I need to kill Bird Eye, who's the one that does terrify me, and yeah. Big Pipe, who is probably no harder than night. Really, I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> You just have to get lucky and kill him. But uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to look into that when I do actually start actively trying to, to go after mm. them at some point, if I end up getting that far. So we'll see. We will see. Um, all right. So I think that's that's it for news, right? There's nothing else that you've yeah. seen. Um, nope. The entire Tarkov category was completely empty. Uh, the One of the days when I streamed, I think I was like, in the third row on the front page or something because like nice. everyone was in san diego <laughs> yeah so like nobody was online which is pretty funny and i was streaming at like a weird time i think it was like middle of the day eu i think it was one of those slots and it's just like oh there's no one online and um my views my regular viewships like put me like really high up because like no one else is here which is quite funny um so yeah other than all the tarkov guys getting together you know what's really really like funny about it because i like had no intention of like flying to us or anything like that especially with like yeah everything going on at home and and whatever like seeing the pictures and stuff i was like actually felt like serious fomo that i haven't felt in like ages (laughs) like seeing everybody get together and stuff i was like oh dude it'd be so sick to meet the whole community like that like man i did actually feel like uh you know i was missing out even though there wasn't any conceivable way of actually going Mm. i was just like man it looks like such a good time Looks like such a good time. So okay, the yeah. like, oh, but um, I think next year it might be in Paris or something. So who knows? Maybe that'll be maybe that'll be the time. Giga strikes out into the heart of society. Yeah, you need to <laughs> you need to do it. Put on your. It's got to be on the bucket list for target exactly. in general. Yeah, if it's in if it's in France, then that's that's fine. You yeah. know, it's easy enough to go there from here. So that's that's okay. Um, 
hopefully things should be a bit more stable by then but yeah it, it looked it looked sick it looked sick but that's i think that's the only other thing that happened in tarkov the notable thing that no streamers were playing because everybody was basically drinking together mm-hmm. in the states which is pretty funny um so the next thing on the agenda which i want to talk about unless you've got anything else pressing was no. a interesting flashlight it's not it's not well so is it a flashlight bug? I mean, it is a bug, but it's also yes. a hilarious feature. Did did you see <laughs> did you see the video that I'm referring to, which is Abney Dude's video about making the the uh, what, what did he even call it? We've had Abney Dude. We had him, we've had him on here, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We've had him on the podcast, um, and it's called his, his video. I'm actually just going to copy it into chat, but um, his video is called. I created a death ray using this glitch in Tarkov, and it is it is pretty funny, honestly. I I laughed. I thought I thought it was entertaining. Yeah. And effectively, what is happening here? Which I'm surprised. I'm I'm always amazed when people find out this random stuff. I know, right? You you get a bunch of the big flashlights. You stick them around your gun, and then when you turn them on, which which one was it actually? I probably should have written that one down. And they go and find out which one it was. But, um, what, flashlight you, or scope? Or... Yeah, which, which flashlight? Because it worked on any of the scopes, as far as I so, understood it. But there was a how... particular flashlight that he used. I think he used the Zenit one, the really big ones. Oh, the, the 2U or whatever. Oh, or did he use the WX2000, the new... Oh, yeah, it was that. Ones. That was it, yeah. It was WX2000. So anyway, so he, he put like four of those on his gun. And then this seems to work with any scope, but I think he's using a voodoo. <laughs> Normally what happens is when you've got so many flashlights, anybody who's tried meaning with it, the enemy is completely blinded and can't see anything. You're just like the sun to them. But the problem is on your screen, you're also just like the sun. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's crazy. You can't, you can't really see anything. Stuff's like reflecting like crazy off everything and you can't, you can't see them either. Maybe it's for balance or something. But what he did, which I've never seen, he basically said, if you have any thermal of any kind that's it doesn't even have to be on the gun you just ads with any thermal scope and then when you look back through the regular scope with the flashlights you don't get any of the glare which is insane but it it has to be a scope it has to be an actual scope yeah it can't be like uh what like um like a valde or something or could it be a valde could it be a valde i think it can't be a it can't be a hollow i think it has it has to be a picture-in-picture scope. Okay, yeah, okay. It so maybe, maybe, it can, maybe it can be a valid then. So it has to be any picture-in-picture scope. And so, yeah, so you, you ADS with any thermal, and then you go back to your regular scope, and all the glare's gone, and you can see perfectly. And they're just caught in this, just kind of like brighter than the sun just like beam and just cannot target you at all you're like you're like just an orb like this big on their screen it's actually insane and it's so it's so funny he's got a whole bunch of clips where he could have just outright killed people so easily and he's just like lasering them in the face and then voiping them and stuff and they like can't even shoot back properly because they don't even know where he is really within the huge orb (laughs) it's pretty entertaining what i quite enjoyed was the little trick of like oh yeah well Bringing a thermal in is really expensive. So how do you do this? But well, you use the the Torrey Pines like little mini thermal, stick it on the top, ADS once with that, and then just throw it in the bush and just get it back on insurance. So I thought that was really smart. I thought that was super super cool. Um, so it was like a way of a way of fixing it. I mean, it's it's a full meme. It's a bug, but it's just it's full meme as well. So I wouldn't. It's not like you're doing 
anything too too bad honestly I, I don't think like you give yourself away like crazy you're basically wearing like a lighthouse beacon on the front of your yeah <laughs> arms oh god it's it's funny it made it made me laugh anyway it really made me chuckle i happened to see like i watched that video and then like a few days later i happened to see a landmark video and he was like playing reserve and some guy had a shotgun of really bright lights and he killed him and he loots it and he was like you know he's like confused what this guy's doing and then because he had the 155 with the thermal that's built into it mm. and then a voodoo on top, it also worked there apparently. And Landmark was really confused, like, you know, how is this possible? And then he tried to like replicate it and it didn't work. I guess he like messed up mm, one right. of the steps in the process. But or maybe interesting. He, maybe he put a instead of the voodoo, he put a hollow on. I think that's what he did and it wasn't working. Um but yeah, anywho, because I guess that's I what I you guess would it's want. Like any... right? What's that? You'd you'd want it to work with a hollow, really, because it's that kind you... of optic, yeah, it's isn't it? Up like... cl- right, yeah, yeah. yeah, up close, yeah, because flashlights, yeah. But um, there's another bug with flashlights. Shocker, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the one where you can see them through walls. Uh, I think yeah, C- uh, CCTL has a video on it, but. It has to do with the MPX, and basically because the one of the rails can like fit eight plus flashlights or something, there's a bug with um that many flashlights being on at once or something, and you can like he didn't he doesn't go out or how to like replicate it, but I think it's like if I go into too much detail, I think you can you can essentially have all eight on for everyone else and only one flashlight on for you. Oh, I see. So, yeah, like it's kind of but it's kind of busted, but it's only for like the MPX and maybe like one other gun that can fit that many flashlights. But I mean, for the MPX, I mean, I would argue then that's a balancing feature. Then it's uh, <laughs> yeah. you know it's probably just about fair at that point. <laughs> I knew that was good. I, just, I could sense it. If you weren't gonna say, it, I was gonna say it. Oh, the oh, poor God. MPX! Oh my mm. God. That gun really is just, you know, I I just haven't seen any of them. I've seen no nine mil. I wouldn't mind trying it now that they've like reduced the recoil on the SMGs. I mean, I am I. It's I don't recall exactly all the stuff they reduced. I mean, all I saw is they reduced the ump, and then I was like, okay, well, then you know, the ump's just even better now. So it's like, yeah. what's the point? But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to try. I used the STM nine. On custom, as like just a mean gum, and I had like a little bit. Or no, I think I ran out of like AP six point three. I didn't want to buy any. You know, it's like yeah. AP that like I found or got off players probably. And um, so I was like, I'll use some rip ammo. It was actually pretty freaking good, dude. Like, I was really, I was kind of blown away. Like, really? I absolutely destroyed people with it. Yeah, I was like, dude. I mean, I'm more so on the rip ammo side, but. Mm. Um, the part that was really freaking good, but uh, yeah, I just have such a soft spot for the STM, dude. It's like it's so like it's like no recoil, pure headshots. You know, it's like it's like playing Quake single or firing. Something. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's just something bad. Just like I mean, I'm no Will or Z by any means. Like dude, the watching him play is just like he's like you know bun bunny hopping, jumping, and then like from side to side, and then he gets like the hip fire 
air shot across like 100 meters on the guy in the head and he's just like oh i hit that i was like what you hit that <laughs> it's like guy is insane but uh yeah it is it is not it is there was a clip actually recently and i think it was on twitter i think it was a smitty clip mm-hmm. and he's underground on reserve and he was just like i don't even know what's going on anymore it's actually it's actually epic i might post it in this capital discord i'll, I'll write it mm-hmm. down so that i remember to um but yeah, it's it's basically like him under he's underground reserve and he's he's got ah oh, he's got some like random he's got some random gun I can't remember what it is uh, it's it's not like a P ninety but it's like some kind of SMG I think mm-hmm. but there's like there's like two PMCs in front and there's like a raider like running past like as he's killing these guys there's like raider running here he's like turns around there's like another pmc leaning he like runs forward he's like chasing after this other guy who's like running up one of the rounds tries to fire because he's shot so much he gets misfire because it's like <laughs> his gun's like basically a flame at this point yeah. and he's like no, no and the whole thing's just total chaos it's like actual like the one of the most chaotic tarkov clips i've ever seen those those kind of moments are just so so good they're so so mm-hmm. good yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe it's worth having a, a little gander back on some of these things, especially with like PvP. Because PvP, PvP is not actually that bad. I'm not sure if I could rip round, but PvP is not terrible, you know. Yeah, I mean, fifty just... thirty nine, like solid. It's like it's nearly as good as BT. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is pretty good, but the craft is like at that point. I just rather mm. use like uh, it's just you. You can't really justify it in that sense. No, I agree. You can't justify but, it, but it is fun. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's the thing. It's uh, something. Uh, what do they say? Variety is the spice of life. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, talking about like crappy guns, um, Wildez, I think, is is how you pronounce his, oh. his, his name. Did you see he did like a video on, on, on my stuff? So he's I like, didn't he's... watch it all, but I did see part of it, yeah. Yeah, he's done like a couple of uh, long-form things. His YouTube channel is still kind of small. It's like um, 1K or something, but he, he makes like really funny TikToks and Twitter stuff. Yeah. And I just think I just think the dude's hilarious. I just think he's so I funny. Yeah. Um, I just like, I just love the, the little the skits he comes up with. Oh, they make me laugh so much, man. But anyway, he was just like, oh, can I use your tier list to do a video? I was just like, yeah, absolutely go for it. So he's basically taken my tier list that I did ages ago. The one tier list that I ever did, which caused an enormous amount of controversy within the comment section. <laughs> Everyone was like, why, why, no, why have you put this here? And oh my God, it was crazy. But he basically took the F tier list and the final three guns and or the final sort of four or five guns within there. They just didn't do all pistols and then tried to get a kill with each one. And it was it was fun, actually. It was funny. It's kind of like what you're saying about the STM. It's just like with a lot of those guns, again, you just you just have to hit your shots. As long as you can get a headshot with them, it's fine. Like every other gun outclasses them in so many ways, but you can still kill right. people with any weapon in EFT. Mm-hmm. Um It made me think that maybe I was a bit harsh on the STM, you know? Like Saga 9, like probably fair enough, but the STM, it has basically no recall, right? So if you can it's- hit like d tier yeah maybe f was a bit harsh (laughs) maybe it was a bit harsh i think in my mind because i still also have the kind of zeroing issues in in my mind too because those things are all zeroed for like pst and back when we had like 3x gravity the way it used to be before they changed all the ballistics when you were firing pvp it was just like off into the into the horizon you know it's like it was way higher than the sights um Mm -hmm. especially on like the mp5 sd and those kind of ones so like but the stm 
trying to do anything. It was the only one that you really wanted to do anything over any range with. And it was right. just appalling, right? You'd be hitting like a meter above because the, dif- the yeah. dis- differences in um, in the ballistic properties were just like so big. Whereas now, and this was even when I went back and did my zeroing video, I was like going to test it and just be like, look how awful this is. And when I tested it, I was like, it's actually not that bad now. Like it's way better than it used to be. It's like significantly better. So maybe it was, maybe I was a little harsh, you know, maybe, maybe I was a little harsh. I did have somebody request a gun last wipe. Um, I still haven't put those back on my channel because I'm like still kind of going for Kappa. I like want to like keep going with the stuff that I want to do. Um, but when we were like messing around at the end of last wipe, um, I did have a request for the STM and ended up killing two people with it. So I was like, yeah, well, I don't know. Like maybe it's okay. I don't know. That was again with PPP, but yeah, I've never been able to make nine mil work. I've never been able to get it to work. I mean, back in the vector days, that's all anyone was using. You know, you remember <laughs> that? That was I. I kind of liked it, but at the same time, it was like, you know. I mean, nine mil vector with a drum and rip is that still functions now. Yeah, well, I meant like more so the AP. Like, I mean, dude, it was crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. literally, everyone got to like level. I don't even remember, like, because what skier is it? Level, well, skier 13? three was it? No, it was skier two. Oh, before they changed it, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. right when it first came mm. out, dude. Every like literally customs lobbies was like everyone with a vector, like the thirty round. Maybe maybe it wasn't even the thirty round mags. Maybe they were still using like. But everyone's using like uh, PST GZH in their yes. vectors, and it was just it was so great because it was like your armor actually did something, <laughs> and everyone was trying to get each other headshots, you know. And if you mm. had like a face shield, you were just like, "Dude, I'm like Giga Chen right now." But it's like <laughs> literally like day two or three of the wipe, you know. It's just yeah, like, yeah. I kind of liked it, but yeah, it was kind of it was kind of fun. And then yeah, when when it started moving up into the other stuff, then. It just like broke everything, and even though, and when you could buy PVP, people just had like three thousand of it, and it was super broken because it was so good in the vector specifically because the vector had like no recoil at all, and no matter what you were wearing, you just got completely drilled by this you stuff. You could shred your, people. Yeah. yeah, your armor was just like just gone, and you were you were dead because it had you know yeah. doubled the fire rate of a, an AK pretty much, yeah. um, and any headshots you were going to die to. So yeah, it was it was nutty. It was nutty, but. Yeah, that was kind of where the systematic dismantling of nine mil happened within EFT. That was the that was the time. Like that was sort of my vibe, right? The MP5 SD with PPP ammo was was perfect. I loved it. Like before twelve twelve recoil, mm-hmm. like the MP5 SD was like super low recoil. It was like thirty six or something from the trader, really well. which is insane. Yeah. PPP had come out, but the vector hadn't, so it was really good. But not not everybody was using it. It wasn't like super meta, but you had this like suppressed gun that you could buy. And there was the peacekeeper one. The thing that always made it so good, and I think this is still the same to this day, um, but just no one uses it now. Like the peacekeeper version is a lot cheaper than if you just build it with the parts. So you buy the pre-built one from him. It can't even take yeah. a handguard. I think it ends up costing i don't actually i might even go and check out how much it is because i haven't looked at that gun for so long but it was something along the lines of 65k something like that all in you don't need to do anything to it just add a sight on it and yeah it's already suppressed you know you can fit some decent rounds in it's 800 rpm so it's it's fine and yeah like super quiet feels super operator as well like it feels great which is one of the things that 
normally comes lower down the list for me but you know that's it it feels it feels sick you know he's the mp5 mm-hmm. sd has got a certain vibe to it it's just real nice so i do i do miss that a bit i do miss that one of my favorite guns in tarkov that i never use <laughs> ah so flashlights eh and their various problems i, I guess that these things will probably get fixed i would have thought mm-hmm. at some point they'll go into the the long list of, of various things. They're, they're kind of like niche issues, though, aren't they? So, Yeah. Have a quick look at old Peacekeeper. I think it's, P- it's Peacekeeper 2, and you have to do scrap metal. I remember doing that in the, a video yeah. that I made about the MP5 SD. So it's $571. Dude, it's so cheap. So cheap. If you're, like, selling info items to get dollars, then that's going to cost approximately it's about 50k Mm -hmm. so insanely cheap yeah it is I mean it could be like something to think about early wipe if you get there like really quick for some reason I don't know maybe it's just yeah I just I just uh... couldn't justify the eight bucks around for you know that's that's like that's like the reason why I named that is just like the the you know not starter tier ammo is as expensive as M eight five five A one as expensive as like three hundred uh, blackout AP uh, yes thank you <laughs> as expensive as more expensive as BT you know mm. from five four five um. More expensive than the M80. Like, it's just like... I just can't justify it. And AP 6.3 is not very good. Yeah. Like, like really not very good. Yeah, It's one of my... PP has more pin, I think. (laughs) It's like... And that costs like 100 rounds, or 100 rubles a round. It's so Yeah. AP 6.3 is 30 pen. That's what lets it down, unfortunately. It always has done. It always has done. Like... Yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. What, what else has got like close to thirty pen? I mean, it's just it sucks. It basically you, you can only deal with class three really. You class four eats it so much, and that's the problem. That was always the issue with it is that it wasn't consistent against face shields. Like no really fa- Do you see anybody wearing face shields now? I hardly ever see anyone wearing face shield. Not really. No, it's pretty. Uh, I mean, now that they moved it behind the task, it's pretty far and few between. I think. Yeah. Funny, like I still never see anyone using them, and I I don't really use them, even though I'm able to buy them at this point. What is the case for face shields? I suppose like one part of it is that the glasses exist now, so why spend however much on a face shield that costs a lot of money? Is class mm. three all the rounds are gonna one tap you anyway if they don't? Ricochet. That's the thing, right? When BP is like so abundant. It's like it doesn't matter if I'm wearing a face shield or not. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the like the glasses yeah. do the ricochet chance? So that's like all you really need. Like if if BP was more scarce, and like that's that was like I said that was kind of the nice thing back in the days when the vector first came out is like getting that um using that freaking um like before people progress to to pvp unlocked at prepper three or four i think 
people were running around with the um the ZSH helmet, like the one from like the, that the Rashala guards sometimes have. Like yeah. it's just a class four helmet and like a class three face shield, like no ears. But it's like it's actually like kind of makes sense when like more people are using this round that doesn't have like amazing pin, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I've been, I, I think I've been slightly corrected in chat by the, well, I've made my point even more uh, stark actually about like the zeroing of some of those like nine mil guns where I think the American weapons, or at least the, the Western non-Russian weapons were zeroed for PSO, which is partly why it was so crazy with the SD because <clears throat> it was even slower. Whereas the, the Russian ones were the ones that were zeroed for PST. That's why the zeroing ended up being like so stark. I see. Just a little, a little, a little point there. Our resident expert tower <laughs> communicating with our chat. Um, so, yeah. yeah, so yeah, exactly. I think that's the that's the flashlight one. Um, it it was pretty funny. If you get a chance, go and check out Abney's video because it's pretty entertaining watching people try to deal with the fact that they're just like full blind. It's uh, it's pretty good. But I'm not sure whether I'll be using that anytime soon. To be honest. I, I find flashlights it are such a, a fun meme. Sword. It could be fun. It could be fun, but it's so double edged. Like in terms of, in terms of performance specifically, it's one of those things where you basically have it off until you know someone's there, and as you swing, you turn it on. Is seems to be the way that I'm using it these days. Because like the rest of the time, yeah. I just give myself away, and it's just it just sucks. It just sucks. I think that's the issue for me is that because I still crutch on the the laser a little bit. When the flashlight's mm. on, I can't see the laser as well. And yeah, like, yeah. Mm. and it kind of causes me some extra problems. How do you feel? Like how how, how do you feel your point for is? Like, um, decent, it's decent. Yeah, I still th- I think mine could do with work. Honestly, I think I think it could I mean, do with you... a bit of work. If you like offline scab horde, you know, just like. Yeah, that's true. Point it's probably just mean, practice muscle memory with that, really. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Because it's like, it's mostly the center of your screen. I mean, it's not yeah. always the center because you got the gun that floats a bit. But it, it it is a bit of feel and look mixed in. Sure, I think it's but... especially the strafing. You know, when you strafe and the, and the weapon turns. That's true as well. That's yeah. like, oh, that's, that's the bit that really kills me sometimes. If I don't have the laser on. Because if I'm, I don't know, I guess it's better if you're... If you're right up close to somebody and they're up next to a wall or whatever, then it's not really a problem because when you shoot, you see the impacts and you kind of like walk it into them. You know what I mean? But yeah, if you're, yeah. if, it's when you're both outside on like woods, for example, and you're firing and you don't know, you don't know like where you're shooting exactly. You don't know if you're on target or off target or like where it's going. Um, and those are the scenarios where I normally find the laser like more useful because, yeah, as I said, inside, like you can, you can judge it by seeing where it went behind them and it's not as big of an issue so it sort of depends on the scenario like outside i find 0.5 really tough because of that lack of yeah difference. yeah it def- i mean the further out they are the harder it gets to it it's i mean honestly i would say like 50 percent around there half my fights are like flashlight versus flashlight <laughs> so it's always like you know <laughs> Plus, you get the aim punch thing. It it always kind of feels like a gamble, but mm. yeah, yeah, indeed. Toss. 
It does feel like that sometimes. I prefer to have like less of my fights like that. I think that's why I play the way that I do, so that less mm-hmm. of it feels random. Um, that said, I do actually feel that I've been playing a lot better recently. Honestly, I do. And I think that's partly with Longline, which I guess we could talk about now. Mm-hmm. I've been playing more Interchange again. Um, since our last conversation on Interchange, I have gone and found the other set of stairs. <laughs> Do you remember the ones we were talking about previously? Because we were talking about secret stairs, and I yeah, used yeah, yeah. one set relatively frequently, which is the one in... It's like... It's kind of the idea side. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the ones on Ollie's side, I just like never really used. But I've since been up and down a couple of times. Um, it's funny that what you were saying, like just before we get into the actual kind of meat of it, about when people are on and when they're not on, because... I did one session in my evening on EU evening and there was like people everywhere. The raids were like absolutely popping and it was pretty good. And then I, I did the next session the following day. Cause I normally, I, you know, I alternate between like evening and afternoon and I did like 1 PM to like four thirty my time. And we did find people, but it was much more of a struggle. I was having to stay in raid a lot longer, like search for people and chase gunshots and try to find the people using, you know, where's the M4 guy. Like we were chasing the M4 guy for like 15 minutes <laughs> And then finally found him and had a fight with him and killed him. So it, that that changes it quite a bit because when you're the one looking for PvP, it's kind of weird because there's so many places people could be. And you're like, if I checked yeah. everywhere, I will never go anywhere in this mall. You know, I'm just, I gotta, you just gotta go sometimes. You just gotta go. And so I've definitely been a lot more aggressive um, in this attempt at long line than the, than the last one. But yeah, it radically changes depending on when you play. It really makes a really makes a big difference i don't normally notice that on the other maps so much but interchange is very much like that i think for whatever reason um i think it's yeah uh, for whatever reason it's just not a very popular map with the community i don't understand why it's almost <laughs> as if like there's some issue with it like you can't <laughs> see people or I, I don't know it's just yeah i don't know yeah i don't know not just i can't tell we'll, we'll never know it'll always be yeah. a mystery eh? it'll always be a mystery uh but uh no i, I, I don't know i'm, I'm quite pleased with how it's going i've done two and a half sessions on long line i would say and the first one i managed to get to five out of 30 the second one we got four kills get up to nine and then just now just before this cast because we're doing this for everybody who's listening elsewhere we had we done this on the monday rather than on, the, on friday because i was a bit ill and then um, so i did an hour beforehand and played two interchange raids killed two people in both of those raids which was good, survived in one, didn't in the other. So, but that gave me another th- another four. So that's we're now at like thirteen out of thirty. I'm like, oh, we're nearly halfway there. This is surprising, and it's surprising how quickly it's going. And I just feel that building on the conversation that we had last time, and then coming back to interchange again, slightly earlier in the wipe, with probably better guns and and also just me playing more that helps a little bit too. Um, I'm starting to build up my confidence on that map a lot more. I really am. I think it's part of part of the issues for me was just like getting in the mall in a way that made sense. And I had a plan of like where I wanted to go once I was there. Because uh, half the time, like especially if you spawn over by, let's say, railway side, you've got such a huge amount of ground to cover. Another spawn point yeah. can potentially fight you. And I'm like, I don't want to fight anybody until I'm inside, right? Because it's a waste yeah. of time. 
<laughs> but then it's like, where do you go? Do you go in the underground car park? Do you go up the escalators? Like, I feel like I'm slowly figuring things out. I pretty much never go into the center itself, like straight up the escalators. Mm-hmm. I almost always go into the car park first and then move up through one of one of the ways. Um, sometimes I just end up with, with fights. I've been fighting around the, the killer ramp a lot. And that's got its own kind of like weird thing. It's Popular like the, spot, yeah. the legacy of Killer, even though he's not there anymore. I mean, it's an easy route into into the the mall, mm-hmm. but it's it's got its own kind of like marked room used to be great, and so everyone goes to dorms. And now because everyone <laughs> went to dorms, now everybody just goes to dorms regardless of whether dorms is good or not. It's got that kind of vibe to it as well. It's like mm-hmm. it's where everyone used to go for Killer, and now Killer's all over the place. But it's still where everybody goes because that's where everybody's been going forever. Um, which it has is quite such funny. a legacy of a hot spot that it's just like the spot there is still like warm to the touch. You know, it's a, there's still activity even though there's no killer there. Exactly, even though there's no killer there, like people don't really go to Kibba that often. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it's pretty funny that so many people are around there. So I've had some interesting fights in that bit. Um, I very rarely go up through the hole actually and some of the scariest moments have been like i know that there's people down in the car park and mm. i'm up above the ramp and i'm just like i don't know how i can even approach very this hard. like yeah going down the ramp i'm on the crossroads above the people could be above me they could be anywhere along on my line as well like in like rasmussen or like even further down where you do the quest and then when i get into the car park they could literally be anywhere on yeah across all of these angles so i'm just like no i'm not gonna do that um, and the other place that I've kind of got a bit better, I think, is uh, is Goshan. Um, there are still people going through Goshan here and there, <clears throat> and it's it's got enough because there's enough shelving, and it's kind of random enough, like higgledy piggledy enough. You can get out of the way. Um, is that very British? <laughs> I've never heard that phrase. You've it's never heard that fun. phrase before. You've never heard the no. phrase higgledy piggledy. No. All oh, right. Must be a must be a proper Britishism. Yeah, that's for you. I do like it when those appear. It is good. What did I say? Oh, I can't remember. There's, there's some American you, the, the Goshen, time. <laughs> the <laughs> yeah, Goshen shells. Yeah, I was thinking about an American accusing me one time of saying the most British thing ever, and I can't remember what it was now. If it, if it pops into my head, I'll I'll, okay. I'll say. But yeah, because there's so many around in that area, you can see somebody and peek back and then run around or sprint, and you can escape if you want to. It gives you that the same i'm in a forest feel in terms of cover because there's not foliage or trees but there are so many shelves that you can weave and weave and weave between they don't know where you are and you can loop around and come in from another angle and stuff it's it's got that vibe to it whereas that's what normally kills me about interchange is the oh i see somebody and they're down this incredibly long corridor with no cover okay well i can wheel through the rest of the mall but like that's not really the point you know it's um I'm probably just going to end up going so wide I run into somebody else. So that's that's actually been working pretty well as well. I, the only other the only thing that I've kind of like not really been doing is going to try and loot at the same time. Like I don't know whether you think that's a good idea or not. Like actually going into the tech stores, I, I feel like I'm more of a more prey if I go in there. Like people are, I, I feel like the eyes are like waiting for people to go into these areas, and I've sort of avoided them for now. But maybe that's my paranoia. Um, as opposed to anything else, I'm not sure. As my buddy said when I asked him, like, you know, well, why loot? 
because he's basically said that he'll just play interchange till the wipe ends. And I'm just like, you mad man, you just want to be, you know, I just, I just can't <laughs> fathom that. But, um, cause he's got like a few more quests and he's got Kappa. But, um, okay. So I'm like, yeah, why loot? And he's like, eh, it's something to do. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I guess. So, like, if you want something to do, you can just go in and press F on a few items. You know? mm. Cause yeah. I'm assuming you don't need the cash, you know. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, don't really need the money. Um, Especially recently, I'm not really sure what happened. I think it was just, I had a few other things I needed to buy like a week or two, well, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, probably a couple of weeks ago, which was like Red Rebel and a few other like random items that I needed to buy. It was quest keys. That was it. I kept scalping myself for quest keys, paying like nearly a mil for like random keys. And once I stopped buying all of those, the money's just kind of, and I had like a whole st- a streak of, um not really dying that much as well i know crazy right and um the money just started like flooding in even though i wasn't doing that much looting um so i've ended up just floating up to about 24 mil and on that basis just like well i still get some stuff when i go into interchange but it's just like random crap like i'm not going to ultramed or anything i'm not going to tech light like within the first three minutes and looking for stuff you know i mean if if there was anywhere to go like where, where do you think is actually decent to go now because like most of the places by all reckoning from the community are just not really that not really that good um i was looking at ultramed earlier with someone in chat and it was I think the key was like 120k or whatever which shows you how much people value it now wow. Slash it, everyone who wants one's got one but yeah i mean it's peanuts right dude it used to be so expensive and like like uh like every like Almost every raid was like Aletix or a defibrillator. Like it was so, and like literally every raid, all the action was up top at TechLight. And yeah, that's that's hilarious. Um, yeah. you want to know where to go for like what for like loot or for PUD yeah for or... loot? Like if I'm in there anyway, then like why not? Yeah, you could buy one for one ten ultra med storage. Nuts. Um, I mean the spots that we like to hit is there's like a like kind of how i think of it is like the idea and ollie and like the front of ultra med mm-hmm. those are just like entrances into the mall you know what i mean they're not really yeah. like i mean there is no loot in the front of ultra but like they're just like they're kind of like off limits for like playing you know what i mean that's like the starter right like the idea is like to get into the like core that core part of the mall um but on the idea side there's you know there's like trends where it's like really dark right and you like keep going past and then you got emercom mm-hmm. you know the the yeah. quest worm like to the right of that there's the what i call the dark store which is just like it's across from blue stars the room with the blue lights oh yeah 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 it's like it's so obscure i didn't know about it for the longest time playing interchange like but um it's just a really dark room and there's like tool loot and there's a toolbox in there you know that's like a i like always check that like no one really checks it but then you go um back towards emercom and like across from emercom there's what we call tts i think like on somewhere on the (laughs) wall there's a thing that says like tts but it's it's got tech loot on the shelves, you know, there's like a duffel bag, there's a toolbox, and sometimes there's like some loose loot on the back, but whatever. The 
Then you go um, towards like the center of the mall and across from Mantis. You know, Mantis is that one little medical yeah. sort of German, which is the really dark wooden floor <laughs> room that's got like, you know, tech stuff as well. Beside that, there's Voyage, which is like, um, you know, in between Costin and German, it's Voyage, which has got like two jackets, which is like kind of mad. I don't think I ever, ever go in Voyage, ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just like a in-between loot thing. You know, you hit the two jackets, you maybe hit the weapons crate, and then you go to German. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Mantis. If you want, you can go Brutal. Brutal's got some loose loot in a toolbox. Um... And then you go towards the hole, which is like kind of where, like that's kind of the idea. Is like if you spawn on railway, you go through idea towards trends, hit the dark room, hit the TTS, hit the voyage, hit the German, hit the Mantis, hit the brutal, and then like by that time, if you haven't, you know, like you've probably heard shots, and they're probably either at Goshen or they're at. Um, like Rasmussen, like on the mm-hmm. Ollie side, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, yeah, I don't know. That's just just like kind of how, and you do like the same for the opposite side. And by the time, if you spawn Ollie, you, you hit Texco, you hit Raz, you go past the hole, you hit Brutal, you hit Mantis, you hit German, you hit Voyage. By that time, there's probably someone on the TTS story. You know, it's just like kind of how. I mean, at least how it works with like SJ6 involved, as far as like. That's kind of how I like to play, or we like to play. We just like pop the stems, sprint, hit the stores the other side, and then by that time, like PvP is like we're hearing shots, we're like deciphering where mm-hmm. where to go and stuff. But you get SJ six into the mall every raid. Um, I've been lazy. I haven't been SJ six at all. But when I'm like, yeah, yeah, every raid, you do it. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. No, it's, 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 nice. it's good. Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's like you don't even get to use the full benefit of the SJ, but like you get into the mall. Like no one really wants to fight outside of the mall, particularly. Uh, yeah, at least some of us do because, like, while it is possible you can fight people off the spawns like such, um, I just find that people prefer. The fight in the mall uh, on both sides, you know. I guess you're so, kind of like in and looting already as opposed to like messing around outside while everyone else is in. Yeah, because there's no loot, stuff. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and sometimes you end up fighting a guy outside, and then, you know, the other guy on like just running into the mall, he hears shots and nades going off. He's like, oh, I guess I'll like camp. Because that's the crappy thing too, is like, some spawns you can this is true for like idea and ollie especially is like you get like the closer spawn to like the front entrances of those and you could technically like go in like people do this all the time in like ollie garage is like they'll spawn like right outside of it they'll run in and then the corner where like there's a van and a blue tarp will sit there and camp and then people are running from like highway into the ollie garage and they mm-hmm. get shot in the back and you kill them and the same is true for like idea people will be like oh i spawned really close idea They'll run inside the frontage's idea, cut a left, turn around on like the the food court where like the tables are and the glass is at, and they'll just like sit there and watch people as they come in and shoot them. It's it's like, but um, yeah, yeah. that's kind of 
Yeah, those spawns are kind of they're kind of rough a little bit. I I got um I got ambushed one time by like three people who did that in idea, and I, somehow I managed to survive, and they killed one of them. And this was last mm. wipe when I had the scar age, and I just kind of came around the corner, and there was just like three guys at the top of the idea <laughs> staircase. Oh no! It's just like full auto, just like M six two, just going crazy up the staircase. It was nuts. Just like back off around the corner, and just managed somehow managed to survive. It was insane. I've been at the, the rough end of that, but um, that's kind of the reason why I don't actually go up, up the main staircases anymore into really yeah. any of those places and go in a different way. But um, that's interesting because it's, it's interesting hearing kind of like people who are more like interchange regulars, like mm-hmm. the way that you play the map, because like I don't really play the map for loot. So previously I've been like wandering around just going like, okay, well, like, where do people like to go in this place? You know, I'm just like wandering around trying to kill people rather than like looting anything. So that's that's definitely interesting. That's definitely interesting. I mean, I wonder whether it's even worth doing a bit of a like SJ6, go and do do some looting, whatever myself as well, to just kind of like be in that like vibe of PvP. And one thing that kind of struck a chord with me when you're talking about it is that if you're making this pathway through the center of the map, because I'm, I'm literally looking at the map at the moment, you like bust in to the center and then like move down through the, you pretty much move down through the middle. It's got a vibe that I usually like to do on other maps where you go somewhere very central because then you can hear the shots from like everywhere. Yeah. You know, kind of what's happening around the whole map. Cause if you're in the middle, you can hear Goshan, Ollie, idea, and then you, you can build a better picture of the map. It's like, it's why I like to sit around power stations a lot of the time on shoreline, especially if I've got, if I don't have anywhere specific that I need to go, like right that there and then I'll normally go power station between power station and resort. You can kind of judge like where people are hear people at weather station, hear people in you know, the, the villas. The only place you can't really hear is pier. You can definitely hear people down at gas. So that actually, that makes sense. Um, and I can see where you, where you'd want to do that. Do you ever, what do you find is like the split between people playing like above versus below? Because I was encouraged to go to the second floor a bit more, and I have been, and I've actually had some fights up there, which is interesting. But anytime I've tried to be upstairs and like use that to shoot downstairs, I've just like never seen anybody. Um, yeah, just... that's kind of the thing. It's like what's what's weird about interchange is like, I mean, it's such a big map that like kind of fights can happen anywhere. But it, mm. I don't know, like it's just you'll kind of never know where fights are going to break out, but like, it's very possible that, you know, the tech light side is like a good contender, um, which is the second floor on Ollie's side. It just like, you got the ultra, the tech light store has got decent loot. And then there's like Killa. that's like kind of in that area. Cause mm-hmm. he can spawn in like red stars, like the theater. So like, you kind of have like a, a little bit of a hot spot there and then like down below you also have a hot spot which is the uh furniture slash texco slash ollie because people are coming like the way the spawns work there's like good spawns there's bad spawns so like the good spawns basically get the gatekeep the bad spawns like mm-hmm. whether they want to or not like you may go on and be like oh yeah malut malut texco oh yeah i'm first like this is great and all of a sudden you hear running behind you like they're coming up the the ollie stairs and it's like well i have to fight now you know <laughs> it's yeah like so it's kind of inevitable. Um, and that's kind of the thing is like, if you're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get into a lot of combat upstairs. It does happen. Um, 
but I, I don't generally like even like going upstairs because there's not a lot of condensed loot. That's like the thing mm. about that Rallis, Tony, is like the loot, like you literally move from like one loose loot, loot location to another loose loot location. You know, so it's like really just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I was leveling Strength and Endurance last wipe, that was the route I did. I just literally like hit like half the route and then go to Goshen and take backpack list and extract, you know, and the in and out in seven minutes. Mm. If, if I kill a scav, I can get out even quicker, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, I find most, like, I don't know if it's just, like, this wipe or, like, because of all the changes, but a lot of the PvP happens, especially since that the Ultra got nerfed so hard. I find it happens, like, in the first floor or, like, like closer towards the Ollie side. Like, Idea side doesn't really get a lot of action. Yeah. Um, But... And I think it's because the hole in the floor kind of like that's like an extra pathway on that side of the map. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you could like if you spawn Ollie, you could just go in the garages and just go up straight the hole. Yeah. Or you could go, and this is true for like the front of Ollie, you know, Emercom or Railway could like just go up the hole instead of going up, you know, the back docks or the front of the Ollie store. Um, I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's it's, a, it's definitely a tricky map. It's a tricky map. There's just like so much going on there. Um, you were saying about how like everybody's had to go and kill killer. Like, what was your guys' strategy for doing that? You just like go everywhere, like visit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, because it's it, the bosses have such low spawn rate <laughs> that not checking a spot just feels like you're shooting yourself in the foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the most recent one we found, we just. Like, we ran up Idea, and I guess my buddy was lagging behind. He happened to, like, aggro Killa down in the Idea garages. He's like, oh, crap, it's Killa, it's Killa. And he starts running up the Idea <laughs> stairs to be like, hurry, get over here, he's chasing me. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, because apparently they have been, like, hunting him all day, and, like, my buddy died, like, twice to Killa or something. And it was just, like, this, yeah. Because I know, I was playing with Arrowing. Um, earlier this week or i guess last week and he was doing killer and he did like something like 120 raids and still hadn't like killed him or like That's insane. Or something yeah and he happened to check we were split because i was cutting on power because i was like oh yeah another raid we didn't find killer and he happened to see killer in the uh red star room on second mm-hmm. floor and uh he happened to get him so i was like really happy for him i was like because i was like oh crap i'm nowhere near like i can't like be a meat shield or anything for yeah, him yeah. <laughs> like like just hold on i'm sj in six brother <laughs> like all SJ the way sex and dog blossom meldone in a three btg <laughs> just like all of them yeah. off we go yeah no i haven't killed him either so i was i was hoping that doing long line i'll see him at least once i've not really i don't think i've even heard him yet fighting anybody or anything like that so we'll see him we're nearly halfway through uh so nice. i don't know man Good luck, dude. I hope you have better luck than... Yeah, I mean, in fairness, I've had pretty insane luck with some of the some of the other stuff. Um, like, I finished the guide in one go without getting into any real fights or anything and just finished that. 
Buha, because he doesn't require an item, I ran into him by accident in reserve, like really early on in the wipe. And he was the very front guy, and I killed him, and then got killed by his follower. So that that quest could just got completed. It was like two days after I got given the quest or something, and it was just like, oh well, that one's done, okay. And then it took me a bit of time to do Rashala and his guards. It took me ages to find the guards, and I, I yeah. managed to fluff it up a few times as well. I killed one of them. There was a player who meant oh, it was honestly the most ridiculous situation in Dorms too. The player like killed himself with his own grenade. I thought he was in the bathroom on the tiles, but then it was Rashala and another guard. And so I pushed them in a way that you would push an individual player and ran into literally just like face planted into these two AIs simultaneously. And just like I killed, I killed Rashala and died to the guard. But I already killed Rashala. I already had the TT. I was doing the guards quest. So I was like, no, I didn't need to kill Rashala. It's so annoying. I was going to find them again to kill like two more, which really sucked. But um, I went to go and do Sturman the other day. I was like, oh, well, let's let's just go and see if we can do Sturman. Like, we'll go down, we'll just have a look, and maybe we can do Shooterborn or whatever. And I took, like, the, um, the uh, what what is it, the uh, the G28. I took the G28 with me. I was like, let's just, let's just try this. Very, very first raid, like, hit Sturman, run into the camp, kill the two bodyguards, kill Sturman, grab the thing, and out we go. Literally, one raid, done, finished. Okay, now that Sturman's done. All right, next one. <laughs> Which was insane. I did finally manage to get Tegilla done on uh, Night Factory as well, which is good. I was kind of struggling in Day Factory just because you end up in so much PvP. But Night Factory now is so not sweaty because of the lack of insomnia on there. And so you can move around the map more easily. And I ended up fighting in the office corridor with a flechette shotgun. And uh, Oh, you found them. someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found Tegilla. Uh, yeah. And, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And... um. And, and killed him with that, so that was that was pretty good. So, yeah, in terms of bosses, it's it's going alright. Actually, I thought it would take a lot longer, but now I've just got to do Killer and the Goons. That's the the two main. Oh, and Sanitar actually, I didn't I didn't realize. I, I thought Sanitar wasn't required because it says it's not required on the wiki for Kappa, but it turns out it is because you need to do Terror Group Employee afterwards, and the Kill Sanitar quest is multiple choice because you can technically do. The therapist one, where you hand in all the ridiculous labs cards, finding raid, mm. and apparently no multiple choice quests say required for Kappa because you don't have to do it for Kappa. It's like you have to do one or the other, but it's right. the terror group employee one that's like that you have to do. So you have to you have to kill Sanitar or do that other quest first before getting this other one. So I do actually need to do it, and I got given that. I think it's be, that one is behind another quest. I can't remember if it's behind Rashada Guards or something because most of them have like flattened out now. They it gives you just like the fan of all of the. All right. the different quests simultaneously, but I think Sanatar's one's still behind another one. And I killed Sanatar like three hours before getting that quest. So I was like, oh, no, gosh. it was just random. I've got to go and kill him again, which is really, really painful. And Sanatar's one that I've not really hunted, so maybe it'll be interesting. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, this killer one, I'm just, I'm just not looking forward to it because of the whole RNG. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, he can be anywhere, and it's a 20% spawn chance. And it's a really 20. <laughs> it's 20. Like 20. I know, I know, but that's it's 20% to be anywhere. And so it's like, how many yeah. people did you say could be on the exchange? It's like 14 or something. It's like, yeah, 12 to 14 or something. Anyone can run into him. Like, some of them are yeah. going to kill him. Right. And I mean, honestly, like, me personally, I kind of like that he's not so, um, rampant because, the, you know, Boss AI can either be like complete literal bot 
you know, like the derogatory terminology or completely cracked out of his mind. Mm. So it's kind of been nice, actually. Like, I've kind of liked it since I'm not really... I'm already done with my kill stuff. I've not really cared. But yeah. It was nice to get the XP boost, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to see. Maybe it'll become a problem, but I'm still got to finish the main quest, so that's okay. I've basically just been surviving on M61 guns. It's really been oh, yeah. my staple now. We'll see. What's what's crazy? And this is like, I ugh, this makes me like semi frustrated. Is Killer has like, is it seventy head HP? Yeah, seventy head HP. Yeah. So and M six one, I think it's just under that's seventy it's damage. 70, seventy damage. Yeah. So you probably so won't. Yeah. One shot won't. the visor. Right. Yeah. There's like. I think the um uh the You'll SCD... one shot him on the top, but not through the visor. I don't think it will though, because the uh, distance thing. Like if you're right up close oh, to Oh and and the cla- yeah, and class four. I don't know how much damage mitigation M six one has through class four. No no maybe so but so maybe it's... just the drop off, yeah. The helmet itself's class five and then the visor's class six. I'm pretty but sure the, the helmet's class four. Well, either way, it doesn't really matter because the 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 damage loses round as soon as it leaves the. Uh, uh, this is true. So you're gonna do sixty nine damage. So you you like you just can't one tap them right. Um. So the other option that I've done is SVD because the. SMB has 75 damage, which I think it gives you like 15 meters of play, mm. which isn't really great. But like you could, I know Glorious has done this, you could just run in with a Mosin with SMB and just like, I mean, this was back when Killa spawned in like two spots. You exactly. could just run up to him and one tap him and, and yeah. grab his stuff. But the other one is BT, which gives you a little bit more play. I think it's like, I don't know, 25 or something. Um, I the pen's been nerfed on that though, so it won't go through the visor like instantly. You have anymore. to hit the top of his head, yeah. <gasps> I mean, you you can technically hit him in the. I think you could hit him in the um, the face shield and get a lucky roll. But anyways, the the point is, is like it's really hard to like take him out in one shot. <laughs> so I don't know. It's such a weird. I really don't like that thing just because none of the other rules really like the rules of that don't apply to you. Mm -hmm. You know, like no one gets like bonus head HP unless you're an AI. Apparently it's just kind of annoying. Like it makes it feel weird, but I guess there's worse things to complain about. I know what you mean. It's like, okay, yeah, you can have crazy armor and stuff. Fine. But like, why do you have to mess with the HP? As that's always that's always been the the issue with these bosses, like especially ones like Sanitar, where they just got like stupid amounts of health. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not even wearing a helmet, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. So I, I, it is what it is. Exactly, it is what it is. So yeah, we'll see, dude. We'll see. But <clears throat> you know, I've been I've been enjoying I've been enjoying all the guns in that particular range like i just did a vid on the rsas which has been really nice like the sr is really good um g28 not that bad either really 
Um, it's like M1A is still not my favorite. Still not my favorite gun. I've never been a big M1A fan, but um, G36. G36. <laughs> well, I actually I killed just... Sanitar with the G36. Amazingly. That was actually because I was just I was thinking, I was doing something else. I was just doing something random. I was like having to plant something or go take something or survive or what I can't remember what it was. And I bumped into him with it and ended up killing him with the G thirty six with five five oh one, amazingly. Um of all the guns. Of all the guns. But um, I was I was using it last night on Interchain. And I probably spent like thirty or forty rounds trying to kill an AI scam. <laughs> like I couldn't like, miss the one tap, try to like hit him again kept missing trying to like spray just missed everything it was like it was pretty rough yeah yeah it's it's bad it is bad i I was using one for a little bit um i think it's just because i was i was either testing out or i think i had it and i was like i don't want i don't want to just sell it to the trader it feels bad i want to use the guns that i've got in my stash like um and i ended up just selling it and using a scar l instead (laughs) there was like a situation where i didn't die but I like I missed a kill on a player, and I was like, if I had the Scarl, I actually think I would have won, or like I would have killed him. Whereas like he got away because I was using the G thirty six. I was like, it's actually really irritating. Um, like the Scarl feels so good in comparison, and it's just G thirty six just really outclassed. It really is. But uh, yeah, no, all, all these guns are pretty cool. Like I'm, I might put something together on the the G twenty eight because it's like it's it's kind of neat. One thing I didn't realize is like how light it is. Like it's really light. Mm. So it's expensive because you can only do that keycard barter for it or pay like 300 rubles, 300k rubles for like the one with the ridiculous scope and all this stuff. But it's one of the lightest platforms. Like it's even lighter than the SR, which is kind of cool. And you know, it's not the best in terms of like hidden stats necessarily, like convergence, or whatever. It's like slightly better than the M1A, but not as good as the SR and the RSAS. Like the RSAS yeah. is like, convergence is so crazy, man. And that's what makes the gun feel so good. Oh, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's just like it's like it's faster than the SR. Nuts. But um, yeah, the thing, the beauty about the G28 is you can hold it up for ages. So that's that's why I was looking to do shoot bomb with it. Because you can, you get loads of arm stamina because you can make it, I think the one I'm using, I've, I've got one in my stash just now. I think it was like maybe it was under four kilos or something. Like m- most of them, I've taken the dogs off and stuff. Yeah, I don't have one to hand, but I think you could build one that was it was about three point nine kilos before you added like the optics and stuff. But it was a lot lighter than some of the other guns in that caliber, which is kind of cool. Kind of cool. Potential alternative. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Really light, really light gun. Cool. So yeah, that's. I mean, that's Taki. That's what I've been up to. I've got these quests to do. Slowly working through it. Had some sick plays on interchange. People accusing me of becoming interchange main. Never. <laughs> but I've had some. I've had some fun plays. Oh, I've had, had some fun plays. Yeah. Give it some. Give it some time. Give it some time. I've like like quite a few of the raids. I've had like two kills, one kill, two kills, one kill. It's been going alright, honestly. It's been going a lot better mm. than I thought it would. So at least there's that. At least there's that. But yes, you have been playing Marauders in the Cycle. Tell me, I'm I'm interested. I, I want to hear your your experience now after playing it, going back to Tarkov. I was thinking about it a bit, like DMZ mode being announced, then like going back into it and playing it again after thinking about it so much. What's it been like? Yeah. Um, I haven't played a lot of Marauders. That game definitely needs more time in the oven. Like, it's definitely early access. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it, it has the same Tarkov issues where, like, this is like pre Steam audio where you you know directional audio isn't great. There is no difference when they're above you or below you. Just hear running, and the maps have okay. verticality to them. <laughs> um, the the looting like they've improved the looting a little bit. I don't, but I still got like a bug where I'm putting stuff inside a rig, and then like items are stacking on top of the same cell and oh. I can't take them out. And it's just like, okay, well this is bugged. And then I realized I can't put the rig in your backpack. I don't know why I'm like, okay, well now I have to just wear this guy's crappy rig and because it's damaged and messed up and get rid of my good rig. And I can't put my good rig in the back. I don't, I don't understand the looting. They got this weird thing too, where like you can stack backpacks, but you have to first fold the backpack. Like you right. flatten it out. like, you know, and then you can stick it in there and it changes its size too. But anyways, so you can't put anything um, in it, I guess, when you do that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the catch. It's a, I don't know, it's kind of a, I'm like interested in it just because I kind of like the World War II era guns as well. Mm. Like I'm kind of biased in that aspect. Um, and the space combat, I haven't really got to explore a lot of that. Like, it's kind of interesting to me. Like, I, every time I try to do it, I just suck. You know, I end up like, <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot this guy's space like yeah exactly no seriously and i'll end up like shooting the guy's spaceship and like you know maybe i win the spaceship battle but like how it works is like once their spaceship's like damaged then you you start taking damage once your spaceship continues to get damaged you know what i mean it's almost like as if you have a spaceship health bar once it reaches zero then the cannons firing on the spaceship start damaging you the player Mm. So the player has to exit, and he has two options. One, he can try to repair his spaceship, right? He can go down, you grab, you go to the engine room, you grab the fire extinguisher, and you start shooting the the the, the engine <laughs> with the fire extinguisher, and it heals the engine. You just got like a little health bar you can see on the the engine screen or mm-hmm. the the part. It's part of the actual engine, but um, which is kind of cool because like if you have like a big crew, you could have like someone mounting the gun, someone flying the spaceship, someone like healing the engine like that's kind of yeah. cool it's like a whole different side to like because it's built to fend the because how it works is like i guess i should explain how it works for people that aren't familiar with it or never seen it but you're you it's like tarkov right you got traders you got there's a map you load in but you start out in the spaceship in space in in the center of the map there's the actual raid if you will and that's like where you play like a regular tarkov raid so you fly into the space station you land in you're inside this you know, prison or whatever, and there's loot, and you loot it, and you extract, and then you go back into your spaceship, and then you gotta find the little, like, futuristic gate hyperspeed thing that you fly into that sends you off back to your hideout, or whatever. But there's this whole, like, space combat side of, like, breaching other people's ships, and, like, taking you over their ships, and, and stuff, and then... Does that it, kind it's... of happen, like, between the raid and the extract, or something, or... Like, when does the yeah, space like, happen? At the start of the raid... Because you're, you're, that's like the, the, you spawned in the raid, you know, everyone's spaceship spawns around the space. Okay. Yeah. And in the center, there's the raid. So -hmm. this is like the entrance into the raid. So like, you know, you could fight people as you're going in, but you get in, then you're inside the spaceship. Now it's time to loot and fight with your guns and you take all the loot out back to your spaceship and you got to lead to the extract. But this is like the interesting part because like you could technically never, go inside the raid and just play the whole space combat side of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just 
basically exit camp everybody leaving basically <laughs> i mean it's yeah basically but it's interesting because do you have like the you can board them you know like they could board you and like you have different spaceships you can buy and like different upgrades you can put on like missiles and all this that whole side has me interested like it, it's kind of gimmicky but I, I like the i like their like spin on it hmm. um but otherwise it's pretty much tarkov there is no like flea there is no secure container um it's pretty much tarkov though in a nutshell now the cycle we played it last year i think or was it last year might have even been that uh... long ago might have been this year even, but yeah, yeah, a while ago anyway, many months ago. Yeah, yeah, I think it was this year, and um, we talked about it a little bit, but I don't know, I didn't really pick it back up because I think by the time like Tarkov was wiping or something, so you know it's time for. Tarkov. And we were kind of in flow, weren't we? Yeah. And um, so, anyways, I visited again with a friend, Salty Mayo, and uh, it's um. It's kind of the same, really. They've definitely, like, polished up some things. Like, now they got all their, like... Because the game's free to play, and everything's, like, monetized by two things. One is, like, microtransactions, so, like, skins and stuff. Um, And then what I call Sanction RMT, which is, like, their starter packs, if you will. It's it's kind of like EOD and, like, you know, Prepare to Die, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit different in that it's purely just gear. Right. And I was looking at it the other day, like it's on sale, but like there's one, like the S tier or like the highest tier you can get is like $95 or something. And you get like two green helmets, two green armors, you know, or like two blue backpacks, two blue armors, two blue helmets, like a couple of different green guns. Like it's, yeah, it's like I said, sanction armed. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you just get gear. But interesting enough, you can buy each individual pack and get each upgrade every wipe. Like you just get all the gear, you know. So you and do you have to buy like, it each time? Like each wipe, no. you have to pay for it or not? No. Oh, interesting. So, like you could, in theory, you could spend like two almost two hundred dollars, you know, and have like all this like gear. Um, hmm. I don't. It's, it, that's probably my least favorite part about it. Their monetization. I mean, it's, but... it's very similar to Tarkov, though, in in some ways. Do you yeah. Think it's more. Do you think it's like more OP than UD versus Standard, or do you think it's like less? Do you think it matters more or less to the overall game? Um, because I... like EOD is pretty powerful these days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. It's kind of hard. I don't have a lot of hours, so I can't really say. Mm, but... Like it, you know. Yeah, I can't really. It's like two, you know, two good armors or two blue armors, two green armors, whatever. Like, how long will that last you? If you suck anyway, or if you're new, then you're just going to die with it, right? And then someone's going to take it. That's going to be it. We're having some signal issues. What's happened here? What has happened here? <laughs> I think Church is just thinking. Row. What's happened to Church? Oh dear. Well, at least at least I'm still here. Normally it's me with the connection issues. I wonder what's happened. Hello, 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 hello. 
Oh, oh, hello. Whoa, that was very loud for a second then. Goodness. Can you hear me? I, I can. Is it crappy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, my PC is back up. I'm blue screen. I'll be back in a second. Okay. All right. All good. <clears throat> Funny. You know, it's interesting, actually, that Church had a blue screen there because I had a blue screen earlier. I managed to put my PC... I've, I've never had a blue screen on Windows 10. Um, and I managed to have one the other day because I had Premiere Pro running for video editing and I had Tarkov running in the background in a raid and I had uh, OBS open for doing uh, video capture stuff. And I tried to edit part of the video that I was working on in Premiere whilst everything else was running simultaneously. And um, it was like video interface like gpu error or something crashed and I, and restarted everything it has been lagging a bit recently i was like hi oh, it's kind of lagging when i try and do all these like video graphic things all simultaneously but uh i finally took it one step too far okay are you yeah. back ah, i can hear you i can hear you don't quite have all a right cam. let me see if i can um okay yeah let me start off obs i forgot <laughs> I think chat was laughing at your thinking face. It looked like you were just thinking, <laughs> just like paused, just thinking, hmm. Hmm, yes. What to say? Mm, the cycle, yeah. It's better than last time. I think last time I was monologuing for like two minutes before I noticed <laughs> that you weren't actually there, which yeah. is, didn't reflect very well on me. I don't know what, uh, what, what's wrong. Is it the second? It, yeah, anyways. All right, so... Back on is topic. Your... Why is it my? No, it's not. Why isn't the camera working? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everything break? <laughs> um, the gray box of church. Okay, let's try restarting OBS. Something I could think of. Okay. Looks good. Yep, we're good now. Okay. So, should be good now. Ah, perfect. So, we are back. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't put enough hours. I can't really say how important the gear is and whatnot, but anywho. It's they made some tweaks like now the because you upgrade your container and stash and your hideout and your your passive income and all that mm -hmm. stuff through the quarters as they call it which is the hideout essentially and yes um anywho I one thing that was like kind of like bottom me is you know outside of the, the the RMT thing which you know really doesn't matter I mean, it's their game. They can do what they want. It's, it, I, I'm playing a free game. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. spending a penny as of right now, so I can't really complain. But um, as far as how they choose to monetize the stuff, anyways. But <laughs> the uh, the quests—they've had a new quest. So now there's actually like a storyline quest. Oh, cool! Like all the different traders. Yeah. So you have like the the main quest, and you have still have the side jobs mm. that you unlock. Um. But what I didn't like is I'm like locked, like it, and it kind of holds your hand a little too much. I mean, I, it's it's like a good thing and a bad thing. Um, but you have to like play the beginner map. You can't like 
Bright Sands, you know, the the map that the one that we've all played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I was playing Mayo and he's already on like the the second map and I was like, yeah, it just feel, feels kind of bad. Like, he has to come to the crappy map with me. He doesn't have any quests on, and I got all the quests. But anywho, I, that's that was something that I didn't really like. There's, I felt like there's a little too much hand holding. But I, at the same time, it's like kind of a good thing because, um, you know, it helps new players, you know, not be so overwhelmed. Oh, which map shall they go to? You know, oh, I click this one, and they go to like the hardest map possible, <laughs> you know, like yeah. somehow miss the warning, extremely dangerous high tier PVP map or whatever, you know, heaven forbid another extraction based shooter might just give you a map screen and let you go wherever you want and then have a, <laughs> and then have a difficulty labeling that has no bearing on anything other than <laughs> the level of play. I mean, heaven forbid someone would do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it's cool. They've had some new stuff. There's, um, so one thing that you and I really liked about it was like the 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 like things that like engage or entice interest. You know, uh, the the whole like putting the data drive inside the tower mm. and have it like spin up and change colors and yeah. be really loud. They got um this new thing where it's like a it's like an orbital or, orbital mining thing, and it's like this okay. like uh, just on the map. There's like a hole in the ground of like glowing lights coming out of it and if you have like if you bring in this really heavy thing you can like call in an orbital freaking mining drill that just like flies down from like the sky and it's like super loud and like mines <laughs> this like really rare stuff like it's like super yeah it's like okay that guy like don't mess with that guy you know he's like he's a chad you know what I mean? <laughs> like Hello, newbies. I am here to mine the most expensive resource. <laughs> if you dare challenge me, you know. uh, it's good. But um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's it's definitely like the most approachable shoot, like uh, extraction based mm. shooter right now because it's just like very like simplified, you know, um, and pretty polished. Very which polished. Is always the thing, right? It, it functioned pretty well right from day one, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's like the advantage that they had is they took an existing IP mm. and they converted it to the extraction shooter. So they didn't have to, like, develop new assets, like a ton of new assets, I should say. They could just, like, recycle some of the old stuff. And, um, yeah, so they definitely had, like, an advantage on that side, which, worked, you know, I think it's working out pretty well for them. The other thing is, like, they're doing... They have seasons instead of wipes, but it's basically wipes, and it's every three months. Okay. And someone was talking about this in the video, and I can agree. I think they're like competing with the Tarkov wipe cycle because, like, the wipe just happened, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago. So it's like, you know, oh, I'm getting like of off cycle with the Tarkov wipe or you something. Just like, right? <clears throat> you just switch back between back and forth, and maybe the hope is like eventually you'll just like, ah, I'm done with. And it's just like <laughs> I don't know, but it's kind of interesting how they're um doing. I mean, I haven't looked at. I'm kind of curious what the Steam charts are at. Um, yeah, what's kind that. of the driving force? Is it is the driving force to like get all of your your quarters upgraded? Then is that what makes you want it? Like, what's the biggest pull, or is it moving up the tiers of stuff? I think it's just moving up the tiers. Um. You know, having that 
I mean, the the really the main pull of these types of games, in my opinion, is the risk reward. Like that's mm-hmm. why everyone plays. In my, in my opinion, I mean, I guess anyone can have their own own reason to play, but to me, that's like the appeal of the genre, right? It's like you you go in, you know, and you loot stuff, you know, that helps you progress, and that's what sort of is like the risk factor because you can lose it when you die. Uh, but the reward is if you, you know, win, then you get to keep it and it makes you more powerful. That's kind of the, the thing, right? So, and, and how they do it is it, because you basically have, like, trail at the gate, you can craft the highest tier armor in yeah, the game. Yeah, you just don't have the mats, do you? Right. But the mats, a lot of them, you have to get off the AI. Mm. And, like, I was looking at it and, like, there's this one AI called the Crusher, and he's like, you know, he throws like rocks at you, you know, because it's like set in space and, you know, aliens and whatnot. But yeah, and like, I mean, you remember the Jeffs, right? Like they were hard to take down. And like, as you go up the tiers of guns from like the traders, like leveling your traders, they get easier and easier. Like mm-hmm. Mayo, he found a like purple SMG, and he was just like melting any ai like they just did no chance so it's like in theory you could bring like the starter tier weapons and a crap ton of ammo and i mean a crap ton and take out these ai and in theory you could get lucky and get the right drops you need and farm all the right mats you need and craft the purple armor but you're sort of like incentivized to level up your traders to get yeah. the guns that just deal with them faster and better, you know? And that's kind of interesting to me because it, from what I've heard, it seems like armor doesn't really matter that much. Like, you're, when it comes to PvP, like, you're... Mm. Like, one of the... I was watching some, you know, content creators and one of the tier lists they had was, like, put the starter smg at s tier now because they've like rebalanced all the stuff and um for like its cost it's like really good in terms of it's like you know what it can do but it's but it's interesting because it's like there's a difference between like pve damage and like pvp damage you know so yeah because it was kind of there's like is it like an armor pen sort of mechanic i i I forget sort of I can't yeah. remember what they label it as, but there was something to... I do remember seeing this before, where if you had one of the mid-tier guns, you could shred the stuff on the basic um, the basic map. But without it, it, just as you said, it took an eternity. Um, there's yeah. like quite a big difference between those two, which is kind of interesting. It sort of drives you to get the better gear because there is actually a material change, but it's not in PvP. It's, again, it's PvE, which is kind of interesting. So I guess like, that makes... That sort of flattens off the gun's in terms of what's meta from a PvP perspective, so that it's still sort of fair-ish. But in terms of progression, you can only really do and get those mats from the AIs. If you've got those better guns, you need to slowly move your way up the ranks to, to do it. It's it's kind of interesting. It is kind of interesting. Yeah. Like how, how long does it take? Like How do you get onto the second map these days? Mm, probably like in a week or less than a week. Okay, so it's not that bad. Yeah, you have to do what the storyline for it or something. I'm not really sure what unlocked it for me, but it got unlocked eventually. And I mean, oh, I, I see. Run... Okay, you are, you are on there. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I have like 
want like one of the traders has quests on there for me now, but mm -hmm. otherwise all the other quests on the other map. So I'm still kind of like incentivized to go to the other map. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the steam charts here and it seems like they're sitting around like 8,000 concurrent players. Be good. Um, yeah, it's okay. How was the PvP uh, when you were playing? How did it feel? It's fine. I mean, it's the same as it was in the beta, if you remember. I mean, okay. it's like, yeah. Like I said, it's very, like, streamlined, simplified. Like, there's not a lot of depth in the mechanics and PvP and, and, and that such. I mean, it kind of has that whole, like, COD thing where, you know, you, you you sprint really fast. You can, like, jump around the corner, ADS, and then you're slow. You know, it's just like... That's kind of it, really. Um, <laughs> the guns are relatively light recoil. You know, you have your your meds and stuff. I mean, it's yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, but yeah, it's one of those games where I really probably would want to play it with other people. To be honest, I don't really feel like I want to play yeah. it by myself. Yeah, but I think with other people, it could be kind of cool, just because it's a bit easier. It's not quite as stressful as playing. Tarkov with other people, like unless you play all the time together, Tarkov's like pretty hair raising because <laughs> you just don't know who's who and people don't have good comms and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like well, they do have your teammates have like an outline yeah. on them. It's which a lot is easier. Nice. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I get that. I mean, those. I mean, these kind of games really have like a sort of MMO. Not really an MMO, but like you have like your your group. You know what I mean? And it's mm -hmm. like that's the game you're playing, you know, and you all get to like participate and stuff. I don't know. It's just like I don't know. It's just kind of hard to put into words, but I feel like these games like kind of help with like facilitate that in a way. Um, but you yeah, can't totally I, play mm -hmm. solo. Yeah, you, you can do. You can do. I, I remember having issues last time. It's just like any groups. It's like, oh God. <laughs> Because the TTK is so high in comparison. Um, it wasn't even an instant headshot, I don't think, with most of the weapons if people were wearing a helmet. Yeah. They were like very hard to catch people by surprise. If you catch one and the second person's on you in like seconds because the movement's so fast and stuff, it's like, oh God, it's like so, tr so tricky to take out a team. Um, you know, I'm talking, you could take out a team in one mag in theory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. it's interesting. Like, there's definitely, as you said, the elements that are most interesting to me are things like the random meteor strike and like the the world interaction and like the that sort of those random things yeah. where you feel like you're discovering stuff. Like, it's kind of cool. Those are the, those are my favorite things about these kind of games. I think for me, the best thing about it is like the world building and like immersion. Like, dude, they've done they've there's these like birds now that are like scatter on the map that are just like sitting on the terrain and then when you get like close to them and like spook them they'll fly away <laughs> so like we'll be you know in another part and then we'll hear the birds fly away and we'll look and be like oh yeah he's three three thirty there's birds flying you know it's like i'm just like the sound and that's cool. like the sound design is really good um which is like spooky like noise like it's just it's really cool it's really cool i like the and they're they've done a good job like the quest some of them are like Tarkov quests. Um, stash this here, you know, turn this in here. But they do have a couple like 
I guess, yeah, the the bad side of Tarkov Quest. But you have a couple that's like, you know, more lore stuff. Like you have to go find these like remains of like these survivors. I mean, I didn't really read into it, but yeah, there's they want to do more stuff like that from what I've heard. And um, I don't know. It's it's an it's an interesting thing, something to do on the side while uh, wait for Tarkov to update. But um, and maybe maybe more orders. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, <laughs> I still, I still like to give the game a try, but I'm kind of like more into the cycle now that Mayo's got me into it. But I don't know. It's 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 an interesting thing. We'll see. I mean, I'm I'm most I'm honestly really interested in what DMZ does because it's like, mm, oh yeah, that's kind of like the halfway point to me because like the cycle I feel like is like so reduced down, you know. Yeah, that the you know there's like such a lack of depth. I mean, there is depth, but you you know you it's not quite like the Tarkov depth, you know, um, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. But I just feel like it's a little too. I mean, there's some nice elements to it as well. Like the starter gear is so cheap, like you just <laughs> can't, like it'd just be impossible for you to go broke you know and like you can yeah. insure it and how insurance works is like there's two insurances there's like the standard insurance which is like you pay a fixed amount and then when you die and no one loots it you get it back so they changed it like now it's as long as no one touches it you'll get the payout so it stays permanently insured oh okay um, okay so it's like a bit closer to tarkov's mechanics but you still get money yeah, there basically there is no insurance frauding, is how I understood it. But like, if you drop your backpack, you'll lose the insurance. Right. But so like, there's basically not a reason to not insure in that in that regards. Um, I it so like it's the point I'm making is like it just like as if you were like a new player or just like a really bad new player, <laughs> like you're not getting completely. You're not going to, you know, your star rate is probably going to be low, but you're going to at least have money to keep playing, I guess, is like what I'm saying. Because they don't have like a scav yeah. mode or anything like that. Um, plus, I mean, the starter gear isn't like bad. Like I was using it and it's like, you know, we were killing players, but um, there was something else I was going to say. The... Um, <laughs> Anyways, there's another insurance that you can use, like the premium currency or like these insurance tokens, whatever. And that's like where you get the actual gear back. Right. Um, so like if you've got a rare gun or a rare item you want to spend these points on, you can. And um, oh, the matchmaking. Yeah, that's the other thing that you know we talked about before. The matchmaking is kind of interesting. It's based off your like how much loot. loot- is it still you, like, like yeah. extract? Yeah. So, and I think it's like a mix between survival rate and loot. So mm-hmm. it's you get a range of players. You know, you don't you're, if you're like high, quote unquote high skill player. You know, let's say you're like a PvP monster, for example. Like you may get into a lobby of rats as well. You know, like people that just don't want anything to PvP, but like bring out a crap ton of loot. You know, it's it's yeah. I like that. You know, it's cool, but. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, they've. This is kind of just me, just like monologuing about what May- Mayo has told me. But they've, 
sh- when you're when you get caught hacking, you just get shadow bans, so you just play in other hacking lobbies. <laughs> and like I haven't ran into any cheaters that I know of, you know, like blatant cheaters was kind of cool. Um they solved RMT, there was an issue of RMT. People would just give them credits, you know. Yeah. But the way they circumvented that is credits now have weight to them. So okay. you can only bring so much in your butt. But you can, like, you know, I was like, hey, I got this one quest. You know, I need, I got to find these two items. And he was like, oh, I'll bring him, I'll bring him into you. I was like, wait, you can do that? He was like, yeah, dude, there's no found in raid. I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's just like some Tarkov thing now. But so you can, like, trade items, but your secure container is, like, kind of small because it, it's based off weight. It used to be, I think in the beta, it started at five and you could, like, the first upgrade, you like double to 10. Pick it, which, yeah. I, which I thought was kind of like a little too much, but now it's like five to seven. So it's a little bit more All right. lenient. But, anyways, it's it's cool. Um, but, but the point I was trying to get to is I feel like DMZ COD could be like the halfway point between like the cycles approach, which is like very like stripped down, you know, the core and like very approachable mm. whereas tarkov is like not super approachable you know it's like kind of hard to get into but there's a lot of depth and this that, and the other but like possibly dmz could be the halfway point and since they're you know bigger studio more resources more experience they have an existing ip you know yeah it, it's just a little less they can do a bit more i'm just curious what the and from what I've heard from the leaks, like a lot of it sounds like it sounds like there's a currency, you know, it sounds like there's these keys, um, it sounds like there's these different factions, like almost like a scav faction, almost like a PMC faction. It could be something that's a halfway between point, it won't have like as good combat depth and depth in general, but if it's like you know, kind of like less fluff and just like to the point. I don't know. I guess, I guess if the, like the progression is pretty solid and it's like the AI is good, like it could, it could sell me on it and I, I yeah. could be a, a believer, but we'll see. Exactly. We'll see if there's some like really good compelling, like in raid stuff you have to do, like go here and do this. And there's like, like sort mm-hmm. of almost scripted things that you have to go and do to complete, like go and grab the drive, put it in here and some more like, you can make complicated stuff in raid, which I think it sounds from the leaks a little bit like what they're doing, and they have the ability bit, yeah. to do that because they've made a billion single player campaigns, so they they know how to do scripted events and all this stuff is their bread right. and butter. So it could be easy for them to have this sort of like dynamic events across the map for all different types of missions for all different types of players and make it kind of interesting and actually feel feel dynamic because people are doing all sorts of different stuff. We'll see. I'm excited. I, I really want to give it a try. I want to give it yeah. a proper try for sure. Flip side, it could be complete dog doo doo. We'll all go back to Tarkov. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's the cast for today. And yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Catch you guys later.